This is Training Talk. Training Talk is your regular update on the fast-paced and ever-changing world of demolition training. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Training Talk, and to part two of our interview with Howard Button and Leslie Ransom at the National Demolition Training Group. If you haven't heard the first episode, we strongly suggest that you check back on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you're using, as this episode picks up where that one left off. But we start the second episode looking at the sheer volume of competence cards. Now you've mentioned the, the word card scheme a lot, because yep. that's, that's where it all stems from and yep. ends up. Yep. Are there too many cards? That is a very good question. There are... We try to cut the cards down in the CCDO brand and we had some criticism. We brought in something called the charge hand card. We wanted to remove the top man card, but there was public outcry, outcry from the top men. They wanted to be recognized. Top man, unfortunately, is a very old traditional terminology. Um, it's not one that is recognized by um, the main contractors or industry in general out there. So we brought in the charge hand card, which I personally felt was the job that the top man was doing. He was running a small group of operatives, reporting back to the manage, to the site supervisor and to the site supervisor to the manager. So now we have actually got an extra card. But we, um, well, there's too many, good point. We are very, very keen to try and bring the plant in, in under one umbrella. Currently you have to do CCDO card to become an operative on site, to work manually on site, but if you want to become a plant operator, you have to do CPCS, which is, to me, is bizarre. We have been for a long time trying to get that under the one umbrella. If it's on the, on our scheme, which is a smart card scheme, it can show every qualification that an operative's got on, on one single card. So. And I mean, given the work that you do with Build UK, how, I know there was a period, and it was, I'll go back a few years, so you, this might just be an easy answer. There was a period where Build UK and other contractors didn't recognise demolition cards quite as freely as they should. Is that still a challenge? It's a challenge that I think we've addressed. The, yeah. build, the, the standards are now on Build UK's standard pro, um, website profile, very widely recognised. We, we are very much appreciated when we go to the Build UK meetings, and we've had um, several people come in and actually look at the, the way that we run and administer the car scheme as they want to do it themselves. We went smart in um, two years ago, was it? 2016, because we'd heard rumours that CITB were going to withdraw card support services, which is basically card administration. That's the best thing we ever did, because there's now, everybody's now starting to realise that CITB actually meant what they said, and they are going to stop administering card schemes in 2020. They've put a line in the sand, and that's the date, hence the sale of CPCS. We were ahead of the game, and we know what we're doing. I've had um, scissors in, I've had, I've even had the Americans in, the Americans have been here, and the Europeans, to look at our card scheme, because they see that it's, it works. It works for industry, and it could be progressed across the whole of industry. So we're really proud that we've done, we've produced something that is recognised, not quite globally yet, but Fingers crossed one day it might be. But I, don't, I honestly don't believe there are too many cards. I think the charge hand needs to be maybe advertised more and promoted more. 
But I believe the proof of the pudding is in the eating in the sense that they're all taken up. You know, we don't have a card that is not used. So from the DRO, top man, supervisor, manager, we have good uptake on all the courses. So I honestly don't believe that there are too many cards um, across the industry for the knowledge, you know, from what level they want to work at. You know, a lot of people want to go for the green labourers card. Others like to be more ambitious and move their way up. And I think by having those, that level of card, it gives them the opportunity to take it at their own pace. They don't need to be a labourer one day and then have to go to a supervisor. So my personal belief is, no, I don't think there are too many cards. I think that the career path is a ladder right in yes. front of you. There's a card that will take you right the way through if the thing. If you wish to go If that, you wish, wish to, to, go wish to graft and, yeah. and, and keep and your nose clean. Some people are quite happy, aren't they, staying the, That's why, you know, the green card is now renewable. We're not forcing people to go up that way. We're giving them the opportunity to do so if they so wish, which, you know, I think is right for the industry. It is, yeah. And, um, I'm going, to, I'm going to sort of throw a little bit of a bombshell here, but sadly we're going to be adding another card very soon because part of the meeting I had with Gordon yesterday was to develop a contract manager's card. We've been directly asked by several candidates have gone through the manager's course, um, particularly in reference to High Speed 2, they are insisting that they have a contract manager's level qualification rather than a demolition manager's level. So we're now going to take the, the black card and split it, branch it into two, two trunks. So it'll be a manager's level qualification at level six. If they want to be a contract manager, they're going to have to be qualified at NVQ level seven. That was agreed in principle yesterday. And although it's, it's, it's basically the same card, but it will, it will be another one in the portfolio that they can aspire to. And as, as, as we've sort of just said, you speak to some sites, some of the, some of the best supervisors are operatives that have worked their way up. They know the game. They know exactly what they're doing. Manager's level is a little bit different. We still allow direct entry to manager's level, but some of the best managers out there are the ones who've really been in the workplace and know all the little tricks and nooks and crannies that they, they might be trying to get around on site. And they can keep an eye open for those. They are the, the best operatives out there. NDTG, the National Demolition Training Group, is the leader in specialist demolition training courses. Here for all your CCDO card needs. Choose open courses or on-site training. And with training endorsed by Build UK and CITB, why train with anyone else? Be smart. Contact NDTG today. Visit ndtg.training or call 01442 217 144 and hit option two. Now we've mentioned touchscreen tests, technology. We've mentioned developing websites, technology, online training. You can't beat the one-to-one -one contact. We have tried numerous things. I don't think you ever came to us when we were using the Act Centre up in Coventry. We tried that where we were using um, simulated environment for the, for the uh, site supervisors. And they had a virtual reality screen, etc. Unfortunately, it got so cost prohibitive in the end, we just couldn't keep it up, but it was an ideal platform. We are working with the CITB and the um, Higher Association Europe to develop virtual reality goggles, which will give you um, part of a blended learning scheme. I'm not going to say we're going to go, I'm not ready yet to go fully web-based learning. I don't think we're quite up to that. I don't think industry's ready for that yet, but we are certainly looking at every possibility we can to bring technology in. 
I think the blended answer is, is, is the right answer. It, it's, I, 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 I think I mean, there's probably 95% of what demolition training is. It is touching and feeling and, and being there, isn't it? But I, I think, like, like you say, possibly sort of asbestos awareness. Particularly if you've been through it once, maybe that becomes yeah, a, a thing a that you do. Yes, something like that. I can totally see what you're saying, but obviously it's it can be someone else could sit in front of the screen and sign it off so we have to kind of look at the whole picture to make sure it's robust for our industry so like we say we've got the right man with the right job doing the right training yep. so that's what we want to kind and of continue on asbestos awareness is one of the ones that we are we've actually got a bid in with CITB for some assisted funding on this asbestos awareness is one of the programs that we put forward to them that could benefit from virtual reality so the operative could put pair of these goggles on, walk through a site and we could put, pretend, if you like, asbestos yeah. in, in situations which we can't even do on a, on a live on a live training course. You can't you can't use asbestos, but we could make it look that there is asbestos being taken behind a wall panel or behind a pipe through the virtual reality goggles. So yeah. we think that may enhance the training rather than take anything away from it. One of the challenges that you and I used to talk about, and again, things may have moved on since then, was this idea of actually doing training on site and the fact that you've got a lot of clients that want, want everyone to be fully trained but won't allow training to take place on site. Is that still a challenge? That is still a big challenge, yeah. We, we had to bring in trained operatives cards and we haven't touched on it at all yet but we've got Trailblazer scheme. We've had to develop an apprentice card. It's all within the current suite to get a guy on site. It's, it's almost impossible. And that was one of the main reasons that we developed and um, change the priorities of the green card. The green demolition labour card is now a one-day course at, C at NVQ level one. Because everything we deliver has to have an NVQ. It's now a five-year card, but it's, it's an ideal staging ground to get that operative onto site and start learning, start training, start training on site. And they can go on to the apprenticeship course or onto a, directly into a training course if we want to. But sites, Plant-wise, it is an absolute nightmare. They do not want unskilled operatives on site, which was the main reason for buying the simulator. Um, we were told at one time that we should train our operatives in a quarry. And I said, well, we haven't got a quarry. It's bizarre. And, and going back to you know, trying to give them some sense of realism, I mean, I, I remember when the, the, the um, Skidsteer Loader course came on board. Because operating a skinsteer loader 15 stories up is different to operating it around a site. Exactly. Operating a high region quarry is different to operating it alongside a building, isn't it? It's vastly different. And, and we had made again a progressive route there. From the, from the plant scheme, you have um, materials segregation, materials processing is the first card, which can be trained and can be developed on, on site. I think that's a fairly straightforward issue. But when you start progressing up to a super high reach, you need some experience on that machine and you can only gain it through the, the lower levels of card. There is no training course in existence for super high reach operators. We've been asked by the Americans, we've been asked by the Europeans, what can we do to, to help that? But it's almost impossible. You can't stage a super high reach site. You can use the simulator, but that is exactly what it says on the tin. It's a simulator, it's a simulated environment. You can't, you can't beat hands-on, probably mentored training is the only way forward. You mentioned HS2 and the need for a contract manager's card. Yeah. 
just ironically, we were talking about something very similar today related to plant technology. There are sort of landmark projects that do tend to drag the industry up. With the Olympics, they raise the standards in yes. certain areas, and HS2 is, is doing the same. Is demolition keeping pace with that? I think we are. I really do think we are. Yeah, this, this, this was raised, the contracts manager's card was raised less than eight months ago, and we've got agreement from the powers that be to get, to get it done. And we're probably only looking at probably 50 cars a year. This is where this resource helps. It will, financially, it will never make any money. It's, it's not aimed at making money, but it's, it's, it's aimed at giving, it's meeting a need. We're going to give HS2 the operative, the, sorry, the managers that they want at the level of qualification they want to carry out the works properly. And we are, because we're a fairly close community, we're reactive enough to be able to do that. If it started to go back to the good old days, perhaps, where we had um, a very large board, it's very difficult. Sorry. Very difficult to be as reactive. Um, so I, t I, I attend the meetings on behalf of the both sides of the NFDC and then I'm CEO of both organisations. So I can go there with a joint industry perspective and hopefully give industry answers to these questions quickly and efficiently. Can't solve them all. Trailblazers has been a very, very um, fraught process, but we're through that, through that one now eventually. Um, but that had to be developed by industry individuals. There was a group of 10 and we, all we could do was oversee that one. We had no direct involvement. Now they've done their work, it's how are we going to deliver this, Mr NDTG? So we've got a little bit of a hot potato there with that one. We are currently operating in a slightly weird world of training, aren't we? CITB is up in the air and... CITS is up in the air. Exactly. Yeah. We're stable. But, but that was going to be the question. You, you, you are... Stable. You're stable, surrounded by... Lunacy, <laughs> it would appear. And how do you how do you actually plan for that? Because you know, there, there could be a complete turnaround in six months, twelve months time, couldn't there? Well, I think we touched on that at the start. We we we, we saw the the change from CITB coming. We can't support services. We were able to develop our own smart scheme in two thousand sixteen. We wanted to go smart long before that, but we were not getting the right answers from CITB. We, we decided. Here we, we took a recommendation back to the board and we developed it ourselves. We brought a guy in from XCITB and we went through the process. It was painful, slow, expensive, but we got there. And the smart card scheme now is, is one of the benchmark schemes out there. The CSCS scheme is, although it's smart, it's not a patch on ours because ours actually does what it says on the tin. It puts the information on. All of the operatives will get a, a smart card Everybody who ticks a box on the form will get the, um, the virtual card so they can have the card on their phone free of charge. That's all part of the system, part of the service. So we've kept up with the CITV there. Okay. We're looking at the, C the change to CPCS. I've been on the management committee of CPCS probably six or seven years. So we know what's going on. We do try and keep abreast of everything that's happening if we can, but it is, there's times when it's difficult. Um, we were part of the, the one brand scheme that was looking at when um, CSCS took that over. That was designed initially to what we thought was to have one card, which would have been ideal. But it's 
dissolved from that. It was one card that met the standard of CSCS from CL Construction Learning Council. Ours meets that standard and exceeds that standard. CS, CPCS meets that standard, but they're all slightly different. Our next episode features an interview with Dr Terry Quornby, and it looks at the Institute of Demolition Engineers Foundation degree course, which is currently taking place at the University of Wolverhampton. Terry is great value, as always, so be sure to catch episode 3 of Training Talk, coming to podcast platforms soon. Training Talk is a Demolition News radio production. <laughs>